Welcome to a special Saturday edition of In Lieu Of. This is unexpected, but I am your host, Maddie Lou Chandler, from No Laying Up and Fox Sports Outkick the Coverage. It is Army-Navy game day, and in trying to combine my two worlds of college football and golf, Billy Hurley III, who is an alum of the Naval Academy and Navy veteran, agreed to hop on and squeeze us in before game day. Today, he only had about 10 minutes, but it was a good 10 minutes, and you get to see kind of the football or Navy side of Billy versus what you see on the golf course. And he was great, and I appreciate him fitting us in immensely. Um, but before we get to that, and I'll get to more of that in a second, we can do a quick roundup of everything going on in the golf world so far this weekend. The father-son challenge has been going on, and if you aren't watching strictly for the purpose of seeing little John Daly, you're missing out and quite possibly a little un-American because I am obsessed with this kid. He is phenomenal and he is crushing it. Like what I just saw, they ended up playing his wedge shot versus his dad's and you know, John's ready to go and they've got the matching pants and shorts combo and little John was out on the practice range apparently an hour and a half before his dad even (laughs) showed up. So I'm excited for what the future holds for this kid, and we can only be so lucky if he goes pro or plays in college or we get to keep up with him a little bit more because I am all in on John Daly 2.0 happening. Um, The only other funny or entertaining thing I saw was Nick Faldo just going driver off the deck constantly yesterday and then giggling about it when he's asked about it. And if that's not aggressive for a fun father-son tournament, I'm not really sure what is, but... It was pretty pretty phenomenal, and Faldo has not lost any confidence. The PNC shootout is also going on, and you've got Kucher and Harris English in the lead, and if I hear one more time that Yellow Jackets and Bulldogs are getting along, I may scream, and we need another storyline from this. I'm excited for them. think they're both great. Sea Island Mafia, way to get it done. I was actually Harris's class checker at Georgia. Great guy. I um, hope they pull it out. Not sure how I feel about JT and Smiley's matching outfits. I mean, I guess you have the same clothing sponsor, so might as well go all in, and that's all up to them. But the funnier thing I thought so far this weekend is that JT is making the loser of their fantasy football draft take the ACT this morning. And I'm assuming he's in the same league as Ricky and them because he played at Oklahoma State. And that to me is still one of the funniest punishments for losing your fantasy football league is making someone go take the SAT or ACT. I mean, I I get nervous thinking about it. I couldn't imagine what I would score on that. And it probably wouldn't be pretty. And I honestly don't know or feel confident saying I could score high enough to still get into Alabama today. So good luck to that guy. And I hope it's not completely terrible. Um, P. Reed and Poulter are playing together or did play together, I guess, at this time for round three in Hong Kong. And I can only imagine how uncomfortable this pairing was. And I haven't seen really any coverage of it or heard anything about it yet. And I started looking for it and just didn't really find anything. And I would love to be a fly on the wall of what I'm assuming is very little conversation. And 
Poulter is having himself some moments, some great Poulter moments, as you saw. I know the No Laying Up Twitter, Solly tweeted the video of him ripping a cameraman apart earlier already (laughs) for walking behind his shot. And Poulter is just, I don't even know what to call him. I mean, I'm going to be nice, but he's the reason I hate white belt so much. So I'll leave it to that. But right now I'm more concerned if P. Reed's going to try and wear Sunday red for round four. And if he is, then I may just finally have to break down and write a rant on it. But I'm trying to be nice, trying to, you know, extend the olive branch to P. Reed, but stop trying to make Sunday red your thing. Other than that, not a whole lot going on. Bryson DeChambeau's side saddling method or antics or whatever we're going to call the latest from him seems to be working out okay. He's playing with Lexi, who is playing really well and good for her. But I don't know. For some reason, I just don't see Bryson sticking with this old side saddle thing. And But, you know, he did it for long enough that we're going to get to continue to hear about it because what's another storyline with Bryson DeChambeau and the other antics and physics and everything else he's talking about? I can't wait. I am absolutely giddy to get Jim Nance's hot takes on it. And I know you all are too. Um, In a second, I'm about to let you listen to... It was a really short conversation with Billy, but it was good and probably the most I've ever gotten condensed into 10-ish minutes. But Billy's great. He won the Quicken Loans and made me cry like an ugly girl cry. I probably didn't know was possible watching him win. And he's such a genuine person. And I hope you all enjoy it as much as I did. You can tell he's super smart, not just because he majored in quantitative economics. I don't even know what that is, but it's... I'm safe to assume they probably don't have it at Alabama. But anyway, Billy was great. Really appreciate him sneaking in the time today. And um, stay tuned and here it is. We're here today with Billy Hurley, the third who has graciously agreed to come on real quick before the Army-Navy game. Billy, while you are the Quicken Loans champion, you're also a Naval Academy grad and a veteran. Why Navy? I know you grew up nearby. Did you always want to go there? Yeah, I did always. We had some family friends who went there and were affiliated with the with the academy. No direct family of mine, but I got a tour of the Naval Academy from a retired admiral between my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And ever since then, I was just hooked. It was the only place I wanted to go to school. We'll get back to golf in a minute, but... The, or the Army-Navy game, I went last year for the first time, and people kept asking me to compare it to all the football games I've been to. And it's kind of like a Ryder Cup where you can't compare it to another tournament. What was it like going to school there in Army-Navy games while you were in school? It was obviously a big thing, you know, for the Naval Academy and, and for West Point. But, um, you know, it was, it was more than just a, a day, you know, more than just four quarters of football for us. It was a, it was a whole week if not even really a whole year kind of thing. But, but a whole week, you know, you, you kind of have a whole bunch of things going on throughout campus, you know, leading up to the Army-Navy game. And some of that is, you know, antics between the plebes or the freshmen are called plebes and, and the upper class. And it's the one time the plebes can kind of get away with a little bit more stuff and be and be a little bit more practical jokes and, and that kind of stuff around, around the dorm. And then... Um, you know, then you lead into the game, and then, you know, it's a mandatory event for the entire brigade of midshipmen. So I went to four of these as a midshipman at the Naval Academy, and then I've probably been to another four or five since I graduated. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. It's, 
it's unlike any other college football game. It's kind of hard to compare to anything, but it's certainly, you know, a big deal. And it's, I think it's great that it's, you know, on a Saturday by itself for TV and, and for the whole nation to watch. Speaking of antics, one of the funnier things I learned about at the game last year, were you ever part of trying to steal Army's mules or protect the Navy goat? No, I never did anything like that. We played, uh, no, never, not, not, not any of those field trips up to up to West Point to try and do that stuff. We played some tricks on the upper class when I was freshman, but that, that's fun. That's about it. Was the goat ever successfully stolen or kidnapped, I guess, while you were there? I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was. I can't, I can't remember exactly, but I remember seeing something about it. It's been a while, but I, I think I, I know. I know we did a pretty good prank and like spelled out like Navy or something or beat Army on their parade field while I was there and, and that kind of stuff. I know you said you hardly played golf while you were on active duty. Do you have any fun stories about trying to sneak in some while being on the ship? Anytime there was a little scramble tournament, I got picked to do that, as you might imagine. But, um, you know, the, the thing that we did was kind of um, try and sneak out of work a little early, you know, 1 or 2 o'clock in the, in the afternoon, and, and, and then we could play 18 if we hustled me and a buddy of mine and play some of the local military courses and be able to get, you know, 18 right as the sun was set. So um, that's probably the biggest thing. Really, you know, people always ask me if I hit balls off the ship, and, and the answer is really no. Uh, it turns out that the environmentalists and EPA don't really like you hitting plastic golf balls into the ocean. Well, that's good to know. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. You have two yeah. ship driving awards. Is golf harder than driving a ship? Mm. They're so different. Um, you know, harder or easier is hard to compare. What, what I know is that. The thing that's the same about them is vision and um, kind of seeing and visualizing your shot. That's what makes a good ship driver is being able to see and visualize where the ship's going to go. Because if you've ever been on a, even, even on a speedboat type thing, when you turn the wheel, it's not like a car. It doesn't move right away. It takes a second to kind of catch for the rudder to catch and, and to actually start turning or actually start speeding up or actually start slowing down. And so it's that vision and ship driving and that kind of feel of, of, of when to when to turn, when to slow down, when to speed kind of thing that, that makes a good ship driver. And so I think that that's similar to golf, you know, the, the subtleties and the feel of, of, of where the wind is or, or, you know, trying to take four yards off of a shot or, or trying to hit a five-yard draw versus an eight-yard draw. And those little feel subtleties are definitely, definitely similar. If you say so, I think they're both pretty hard. But... <laughs> Um, I know you only have a short amount of time, so every podcast we do rapid-fire questions where we kind of put you on the spot. Are you ready for some of those before you have to run? All right, sure thing. Let's go. Okay, what's your favorite course to play? Quaker Ridge. Favorite club to use on the course? My four hybrid. Favorite city to play in? Bethesda, Maryland. What are your thoughts on white belts? They're kind of controversial. No white belt for me in the near future. Do you ever go driver off the deck? Sure. Which, who's your favorite golfer? Billy Hurley. <laughs> Good answer. Top course <laughs> on your bucket list to play? Oh, uh, Sanders. That's a good one. Who is your dream golf foursome? 
Green Golf Foursome. Oh, wow. Oh, that is hard to narrow it down to four, you know? I know. Um, probably, 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 probably like my family, like just me, my dad, and my brother. That's good. Why do you mark your ball with the 1960s dime? <laughs> because I felt Davis Love talk about it on commercial when I was 20 years old. That's pretty phenomenal. Who was your favorite Navy football player? There's some good ones. It's a pretty big street. They're going for 15 today. So that's I exciting. know. 50, I'm, I'm honestly a little worried. I think it's going to be a, it's, it's a toss-up to me right now. Well, Temple was hard last weekend, so I've, I still feel pretty good about it. Yeah, well, they also beat us up a little bit. Like, we're on to our third-string quarterback now. And, and so, you know, who, who's not bad. But, but you know, still, we, we're missing a couple of key players. It'll be a good game. Why – what made you – major in quantitative economics? I really like math, but I knew I didn't want to do straight math and just do complete, you know, mathematics as a major. And so I, I kind of took a stab in the dark as a freshman at the Naval Academy and said, well, I'll do quantitative econ. That's kind of econ and math blended together. And, and, uh, and it turned out to be a, a great major for me, and, and I really enjoyed it. It just sounds impressive. I know it is, but saying quantitative <laughs> economics just... <laughs> Takes it to a next level. I know you've talked about how every August you and your wife decide to, if you're going to re-sign your contract, to keep playing. With the win this year, was that the easiest contract decision talk y'all have ever had? Yeah, I'm not sure we officially even had it this year. It was just always exciting. What are you looking... Yeah, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think it's a two-year contract, but probably won't talk about it next August. What's, what are you most excited about this upcoming season? I think the Masters and the, and, and the tournament champions in Valley, I mean, get to play those two events for the first time. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, you talk about bucket list kind of things. I mean, the Masters will, the Masters will mean that I've played in all four majors now in my career, and, and you know, and that's one of those things where I kind of look back five, six years ago, and I'm not sure I really even thought that would happen. You, you, I, you know, got to the PGA Tour and played there for a while. I don't know that I thought that I would actually play in all four majors. Well, as someone who grew up going to Augusta every year, it's better than everything they say. So I'm excited to watch you play there. And lastly, your son Jacob had a really funny comment in January about how people don't ask for your autograph. So he didn't know if you were famous. Have more people started asking for it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. In fact, he probably, I can't remember when this was, but it was sometime a couple months after after the win. And, and he, he, he asked something about autographs. Like, are, are we going to go here and people ask for your autograph, Dad? Um, it was, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he kind of, I, I totally forgot about that comment, but he almost brought it full circle a little bit after, after the win. Well, I thought it was really cute when he said it and really funny. But thank you so much for the time, Billy. We really appreciate you sneaking it in and go Navy, beat Army. <laughs> beat Army. Thank you. 
Big thanks to Billy Hurley III for sneaking us in today on this game day and go Navy. If you can't tell, he's one of the most genuine people and well-liked people, I think, on tour. So if you're looking for a new guy to root for, um, he is a great one and we wish him all the best. Also, um, that about wraps it up for this special quick Saturday in lieu of that just kind of came about. It's not very long. Sorry, not like you guys need a whole lot of audio on a Saturday. But Q School is online, I believe you can watch, because why would we ever have coverage of 150 guys fighting for their livelihood? That would be incredibly entertaining. I'm not sure. But you can go watch that. It's getting interesting, and it's always entertaining and exciting to see for those guys who are just trying to make it and get their shot. So I would go watch that, finish watching my new favorite human, little John Daly, wrap up the father's son, and then maybe a bulldog and a yellow jacket will get it together. I wonder if Cooch will give Harris some dad sketchers or something if they pull out the win. I don't know, but I don't know how you take those things seriously when you're out on the course, but good for him for getting it done. Um, right before I recorded this podcast, I saw that Solly managed to get bones and that is coming which is huge and you know billy's great and (laughs) bones is phenomenal too so this will hold you over until i gathered maybe monday that that's dropping but bones is wonderful and i am giddy to find out the stories that he shared about good old fig jam and that should be a great one go subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't already again it's my job to cover golf and i use the newsletter to get caught up and they do such a great job over at the fried egg for that and i save it for reference and everything so go subscribe i can't recommend it enough um i hope you all have a great last weekend of regular season college football and then it is off to bowl season and for my sanity let's all hope lane kiffin gets a job soon and we will see you next week thanks Round